Hello and welcome to what I think is episode 5 of Ross Meets. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. This week's episode is Nano Bay. And Nano Bay is one of the most interesting characters that I think I've I've interviewed so far. She was she was just fabulous in every single sense of the word. What a wonderful character. I wrote down on the on the socials and in the kind of preparation for this interview that I've never seen Nano look the same in any photo. She literally looks completely different in every photo that she's taken in. She looks completely different. She's all about the reinvention vibes, which I absolutely adore. If you know me, you know I love uh, reinvention and and really, you know, characterizing yourself and changing yourself and being able to change yourself and just fit into any mold and fit into any kind of personality that's given to you. I absolutely love that. That is the making of a great artist and that is everything that Nano Bay is. She she's so early on in her career. Um, in terms of, you know, posting stuff on streaming services, but she is absolute, she just, she's just got such a, a, you know, a good way of doing it, and such, such great knowledge already on how she should be doing it, and how she should be marketing herself, for such a young artist, is just brilliant, and one of the things that struck me was, she's been everywhere, she's been all over the world, you know, looking into different cultures, and different experiences, and just, she's been everywhere, you know, Berlin, Tokyo, everywhere, she's just, she's been all across the world, um, she's a real glo- a globe trotter, um, and, um, and yeah, you can really see that come through in music, um, she, she's also in so many different genres of music and she's so multi-talented and and multifaceted in that way you know rapping songwriting lyricism all that kind of stuff she just absolutely smashes out the park and I was just so glad to meet her I have to really really dedicate this interview as well to Annette who um, was kind of our media manager at OMG back in April and still is she does a wonderful job and she helped me so much uh, when it came to figuring out you know what was to go into kind of music playlists and what I should be listening to and who I should be looking at and without Annette I wouldn't have found Nano Bay I was very early on didn't really know what to look for didn't really know what artists to be finding and Annette who was also from Norway had spotted Nano Bay this Norwegian artist and it's just wonderful. There's so I think it was Nikki Bruman uh, in her interview with me who mentioned that some of the best music is coming out of Norway. And you can really, really see why. Because it's it's all so good. It's just brilliant. It's all so, so brilliant. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for you to hear this interview. There's just, there's so much to explore with Nano Bay. And just so much to come. She's just dropped her album, Shut the Noise Out. Uh, which is, it, it's like a ride. It's a ride of an album. Because there's so much going into it. So much packed in. And yeah. She's just, she's just a joy. She's just wonderful. Such an exciting young artist, really, really early on. And who knows what the future holds for Nano Bay. I think it's going to be a great one. Um, but yeah, for now, really, really enjoy the interview. It's a brilliant one. Hello, Nano. You okay? 
Hello, yes, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. You're going to have to take me with a bit of a pinch of salt today because I'm really, really suffering from hay fever up in here. So if I start coughing, if I look like I'm crying, um, it's nothing to do with the interview. It is straight up just the, <laughs> and the pollen and everything. I've got my tablet somewhere here. Here we go. So I'm, I'm a little bit prepared, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, just uh, if I start dying over the call and if I sound a bit raspy, you know, you know what's going on. No worries at all. I have the same problem actually, but I escaped to the north of Norway, so I'm fine for now. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I'm about that. I mean, how are you doing? How's your day been going so far? I'm doing great actually. Just finished um my university, so I'm officially um music uh, practitioner. Brilliant. And uh, everything, yes. <laughs> Oh, Nano, you should be so proud. That's amazing. I'm literally about that. That is a big achievement. That's really good. And did you mention that you're in Norway now? Are you in, where, where are you there? Yes. So um, uh, I live in Oslo, uh, but my family is from the north of Norway. So like right at the top where the map ends. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my God, that is so cool. That is really, really cool. It's a time difference though. That might sound a bit stupid. I don't know. I I don't know my geography. Yes, it's it's one hour though, so it's oh it's not so great. bad. Yeah, that's not so bad. I'm I'm not keeping you up for anything. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that's good. I mean, I'm ready to start whenever you are. I'm just gonna hit yes. you some questions. Yeah, brilliant. That's yeah, go bad. ahead. Yeah. I mean, let's start right at the very, very, very beginning. So you were born in Norway. Did you spend a lot of time there? Because obviously you've moved about a lot over time did you grow up there how was your kind of like upbringing there yes so um i was born in oslo uh my entire family is from the north of norway and i have indigenous roots um and then uh, as i became a teenager i just wanted to escape my little village uh, and explore the world and uh, so i moved to tokyo for a year to study japanese language and culture and then when I came back, I felt like the distance was a bit too too far away for me. And so I wanted to pursue music. And so I moved to London uh, and did my uh, bachelor's there with one year in Berlin as well. So, yeah, I've been in quite a lot of countries and experienced <laughs> yeah, a lot of languages as well. But, yeah, I do like Oslo, where I'm at right now. Uh, and But I definitely would like to go back to the UK at some point. That is amazing. That is so amazing. It's so cool, like sitting here listening to that because I literally haven't been anywhere. I've never done anything. Like I've never, I don't, even, I don't think I've been out of the country. You know what I mean? So like, it's so cool, like to hear that you've got like all those like different influences. I don't know. I'm quite boring, so I'm just sitting here and I'm really, really easily impressed. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, that is amazing. I mean, like, what would you? What's like your favorite place? If you had to pick a favorite place, where would that be? Oh, my favorite place. You know what? I always feel at home wherever I am and for me that has been super important to always bring that feeling and sense of home otherwise I would just feel lost whenever I travel or whenever I go somewhere and uh, somehow I ended up with this habit of not traveling places just moving places uh, but I feel just as home in my tiny cabin in the middle of nowhere in the mountains here that my family own uh, as well as in like the middle of Shibuya or in london or wherever so yeah I, I i would say all of the places i've been so far have been my favorite places 
that is so good to hear and it's so it's so cool to think that you're so easily like adaptable to all these different places you know you can you can get there and you can fit in i don't know what they'd think of me in norway <laughs> because you know i don't think i'd fit i don't think i'd fit in Tokyo. i don't know what they'd think of me in there um yeah i think they'd think i'd be a bit crazy but you know you it's it's a very hard thing to do and it's a very underrated thing to do and it's something that you should be really really proud of because you know not a lot of people can do it because you know just how difficult it is it is a difficult thing to be doing you know moving around but it's such it gives you such a wealth of knowledge especially in terms of your music and the music that you're creating and the influences that are going into it and in terms of like the music industry how has the music industry been for you has it been everything that you were like expecting it to be for me it's been a bit of a journey actually because back in the day when I was trying to learn music and I started up uh my, my background was drums so i was essentially playing drums in a tiny rock band here in the north uh, but i wanted to be more like hands-on and i wanted to have a better communication with the audience and i figured out doing the vocals was something that really spoke to me and, and as i was already writing songs and i was already writing stories and i i, I always wanted a connection and to be very real and I feel like I can showcase that on stage uh, completely different from what I do in my private life uh, and also in in my life where I, I have like friends and families and all my relations and also of course different com cultures have different perceptions of of people and just to be aware and accepting of all of this has been definitely something that helped me through through my years of studies but also in, in my art and that, that I just started releasing music again. Uh, because I do have indigenous roots, uh, that has also kind of been a bit of a boost for me personally, because there has been a story of uh, assimilation and like this darker past that I, I think all of the indigenous people around the world have uh, experienced at some point in time. But also I'm very white, so I don't really get that like, a racist card but we do here in Norway and it can be quite brutal sometimes uh, so I just feel like I can connect to a lot of people even though they might not know it like straight off the bat uh, but it definitely helped me to uh, understanding different people uh, and you do definitely meet a lot of different kinds of people in the industry trying to find a band or speaking with industry professionals. Uh, due to my indigenous roots, I was able to feature in a TV documentary that was running uh, in all of Scandinavia back in 2020. Uh, and it was like, it was a nice way to showcase uh, different sides of who I am as a, as a person. I don't see myself as someone who is like fighting for indigenous rights or anything or anything else. I just want everyone to feel like we can connect through music uh, and it doesn't have to be any uh, other reason. It, it's not about race. It's not about the inequality. It's just enjoying music because that's something everybody shares. So yeah, my meeting with uh, different people in the industry have been interesting because of all of these things, but I feel like I'm, I'm an open person. So I, I, I think I can connect uh, with everyone who is needed and yeah. Now I'm working towards doing more and more gigs and playing live and yeah, this kind of stuff and also releasing. <laughs> I mean, like definitely it's such good stuff to 
to hear and your music is very very like cross-cultural like i mean even here in stoke-on-trent in the uk it's still really really powerful music and really really relevant music to us that's relatable you know what i mean and yeah i mean i love getting to talk to people from all different places all around the world and uh kind of like admin person for the station she's called annette and annette was the one who introduced me to you because she's from norway and she was like oh ross will you check out this norwegian singer and i was like oh yeah you know of course i will and i looked through and i was like oh this music is amazing you know i really really need to kind of reach out and and you know try and get her involved with the station and i'm so glad that i did because there's so much that um as you said goes behind your music and it's so interesting to like have the opportunity to chat to you someone that is you know not that far away i mean norway isn't too far away it's only like you know a little bit of the top to the right you know what i mean it's not too far away at all but it's such there's, there's a difference do you know what i mean but it's good to you know be able to sit here and explore that and talk about it and 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 you know relate and it, you know because it's it's something that you're not really we wouldn't really think to do do you know what i mean yeah. I, I interviewed like a German band not so long ago and I, I told them, I said to them, you know, the the music we in the UK, we don't really get to hear music from other cultures so much in the charts or just genuinely what we're listening to. And it's a shame. It's only really around like, I know, I know this sounds a bit, you know, but it's only really around Eurovision time that we get exposed to it. And then we're like, oh, my God, this music's really good. And then the rest of the year, we're kind of it just it just fizzles out for some reason. I haven't got, really got a clue why, because the music is really strong on its own it's really good stuff yeah yeah I, I completely agree I I felt kind of the same when I lived in the UK as well but at the same time I feel like it's time to to look other places as well because there's a lot of sounds and a lot of soundscapes that hasn't been in the charts but might be interesting for people to to experience um I I like making stuff that is first of relatable and can yeah make make people feel something and a lot of the stories that i bring in is from my family's background like even the ghosty song the first song that i released this year was about uh first of all ghosting that is like a very current thing that is happening right now and i think people our generation really can like connect with and have some what some experience with or they know someone who has experience with this uh, but also my great 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 grandmother had the same kind of experience when she was like standing close to the river deciding whether or not to 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 end her own life due to uh, this kind of ghosting story that she experienced with uh, a person she was supposed to marry but didn't want to anyway so it's very real it's the same kind of things happening over and over again but it's just renewing these kind of like powerful stories and I, and uh, in my family we're all very inspired by this person uh, that we have story with and it's something that is like yeah we have a lot of female empowerment here that we, we need to use this somehow and and this song just came to mind and I was like actually you know what this is something that happens now as well why don't we just get inspired by this and use it now and I think that's why it connects because uh, a lot of stuff, not only for me, but from other artists as well, is something that everyone would like to hear. And also now we have TikTok and we have Reels and we have a lot of online content. So it's easy to 
search of new stuff compared to what's just in the charts. Uh, and a lot of artists that people might never have heard of have like 100 million streams. Uh, and they come from, uh, I would say like a random country, but but you know, it, it, it could be from anywhere and you wouldn't know that it's from another country because you just relate so much to the song. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. And it's, you know, it's about having that connection with your audience, no matter where they are, you know. And I think that that's where music is kind of going nowadays. It's definitely changing and evolving in terms of the industry, because it's, as you say, you know, the the artists are there and the fans are there, but maybe they're not represented in the charts. Maybe the charts aren't a true reflection of what is actually happening down, you know, on the ground and, you know, reflecting in those streams. And it's like you say, you know, you've got TikTok and social media as well. Has, has that been okay for you, like navigating? And has that been kind of a challenge? Because obviously it's hard to adjust to all the changes with, you know, TikTok becoming more relevant in terms of, in terms of music and what's popular. Has that, as an artist been difficult for you to kind of like navigate uh, some parts yes some parts no uh, obviously um suddenly having an entire new platform to communicate through has been an eye-opener i think for everybody um and also trying to stay current and understanding trends and understanding how everything works uh, and also understanding how to to utilize it utilize it in the best possible way has been interesting for me because usually my my I would say the, the areas that I focus the most on I think a lot of artists also can relate is the music itself so then suddenly trying to promote it on other platforms Instagram has been with us for such a long time that everybody kind of knows how to use it I would say the same with Facebook however it, it, due to trends of it not being popular enough or it's a dead um app uh, from what everyone uses now uh, it's simply not true because the status the stats are there that it's definitely something to not sleep upon and just trying to be current on every single platform that you want to use um, me I also use some uh, Japanese apps because I speak Japanese and I have friends and family in Japan that also try to follow along <laughs> the journey and they don't necessarily use like TikTok or Facebook. So I would have to communicate through other kinds of platforms. And I think um, being aware of what kind of platforms you want to use as well. For me, it's not use using TikTok if I don't want to perform in a country that uses TikTok. But of course I do. I, I would like to say like in the UK, I would like to travel around in Europe where it's definitely very much current, but it's not as current in other countries and just understanding where your audience is really for me I, I spent a lot of time this past year trying to learn and trying to figure out all the details around my artist persona which is Nano Bay uh, and the reason behind why I use all of the social medias that I do and and for me it should be a reason why also, I, I like TikTok, so I'm using TikTok. I'm still trying to figure a little bit out what kind of content I want to put out because I don't want to put out just because it's a trend. Uh, I want to showcase something that really showcases me as Nano Bay. Uh, same with uh, Instagram and also through my website. And I do use Twitter sometimes, but uh, it's a bit of a mess sometimes to <laughs> keep track of all the apps. Um, but yeah, I hope uh, hopefully now that um, I'm building a team as well, we can 
working with a bit better and a bit uh, more. And I think uh, other new artists also shouldn't be afraid to ask friends and family to help out. Um, uh, I also have my, my sister, she helps me out with, um, for instance, uh, posting on, uh, on, on Twitter whenever I need so that I, I don't have to follow along on every single platform. It's easier for me to answer something that has been put out, although we all agree on what is put out. And I think just asking friends and families for a little bit of help always, always, always makes it so much easier to both communicate to the audience and also doing it correctly without being stressed out and seeing the attention span. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's really, really hard to keep track of everything. And it is really difficult. You have to allocate a lot of time to this stuff, especially like on a technological side, which I didn't really realize, you know, even on my side as well, from where I, my point of view, it's so difficult keeping up with everything and tracking everything and all the apps. And, and it's about your persona as well online. And it's it's something that you do really, really well as well. And um, that's something I wanted to talk to you about, you know, your art and, you know, how artistic that your your posts are and and well put together and um like the artwork for the um singles as well it really really just flows and and matches the music so well and you look completely different in every single thing that you put up you know what i mean and that is so wonderful because it's it's it shows that evolution and the reinvention and that you're capable and can do anything how has that been for you is that something that's important to you definitely like you know portraying that artwork yes it's very important for me I grew up in a very creative family my mother is an artist and has always been uh, a contemporary artist for um, big uh, installations and 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 showcasing other people's artwork as as well we ran a fest like an art festival for like five years straight in my hometown uh, so we've always been very like focused on, on on showcasing like okay I'm releasing a song but it's not just for my project but for all creative projects that I've been participating in it's not just about this song itself because there's so much more that can amplify the meaning of the song and I think for everyone who perceives the song they have different perceptions of what it means to to them which is lovely I, I love that idea and I love that everyone can make it their own and for me to showcase more about what the song means to me and also as you say the evolution and and I, I love being able to express myself in different ways but also keeping it very uh, it doesn't have to be artsy but I want it to be something that is non bay and something that makes sense uh, and I'm very conscious about the the use of colors or or settings or concepts, and I love being able to to change with every release. Uh, I'm working towards a album release, so that's going to be an entirely new thing as well. And I enjoy the creative aspects of everything and all of the photos, pretty much that has been um, in my social medias and websites and everything so far has been. Uh, done by me myself uh, and the photo shoots and everything is uh, from uh, from my uh, point of uh, where I'm right at right now <laughs> oh my goodness, English is not doing it for me today <laughs> from where I am right now uh, I do pretty much everything myself uh, and uh, now that I'm expanding and doing more creative stuff do you want to work with a team that can can help me make my 
ideas come more into to life and are beyond what I'm imagining uh, that I can do right now. But yeah, I really enjoy being hands-on and have something to say in every single piece because it amplifies the stories and it amplifies what I want to show. And also it's cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I mean, I couldn't have put it better myself. No, no, seriously. And I mean, it's like, um, from my point of view as well, I love exploring the art of, of the artists. You know, when I do these interviews, I really, in you know, in terms of the promotion, everything that goes into creating it, I really love just sitting down and being able to fully, fully explore it and, and kind of like get into that world. And when I first saw you, I was like, oh my God, you know, there's so much, there's so much to explore here. It would be, it'd be amazing, you know what I mean? To sit down and do an interview and then on the flip side of the interview work on all the promotion and work and you know really get to showcase and kind of explore the the art side and you know showcase it um it's something that i really enjoy doing but you know I've, i find it interesting that you said that you do everything by yourself because i'm in a similar position as well and i think when you're in that position you really really get to put everything you know that's in your head you know on onto what you're creating and really really is your artistic vision and it really is the, your creativity fully coming out but um you know it also does help to have a team on the flip side of that to kind of make sure that it is fully seen do you know what i mean fully seen and have you ever been in a position where that you've had to kind of like compromise a creative vision as something stopped you exploring something as much as you wanted to oh yeah several times all the time um, I have two life mottos that I go by every single day and it really helps. And the first one is don't be precious. So as really like I have ideas and I have things and I'm a, a perfectionist. I want it to be exactly how I envision it. But at the same time, that's not doable in the real world a lot of the times. Uh, and the second one is kill your darlings, which is exactly what it says. Like I have ideas sometimes that gets scrapped because other people have other ideas as well. And working in a team and working with other people is such an important part of being an artist. Just by being in a band, for instance, there are so many decisions going on all the time that sometimes you just, to, to, to move forward, you have to be aware of what, what other people are saying as well, because their opinion matters as well. This happened a lot when I was uh, a London-based pop band and we were working with me from the Arctic and the other vocalist was from Madeira. So we had completely different mindsets and where we grew up and everything in colors. And yeah, all the decisions that had to be done was, um, it, it could be a bit challenging at times. And we would usually find some common middle ground. Uh, this past year I was in, I was working and starting up a record label in Oslo. Uh, and it was a part of the music business course that I was do was doing there. Uh, and creating a record label is a lot of work. Uh, and also signing an artist and helping them create their own uh, artist persona as well when they have ideas and everything. So it's it's important to think about uh, what other other people think as well. But since I am I'm working by myself on my own project, I can pretty much do everything but I do always send my stuff to my family and friends and be like can you check this out are the lines correct here or does this look uh, good as a picture because there are kind of there are a few guidelines within every type of art to make the art have some sort of 
professionalism to it, but also um, to showcase to other artists that you know art, because that's essentially what uh, the artwork is. It's it's obviously lovely for people to see and to show my my vision and create like a wow aspect, but it's also for other artists to see. Oh, she is professional. She knows what she's doing. Um, this is a great picture because the quality of the picture is great. Not necessarily like HD quality, but the quality of the creation itself is amazing. And, and that's what I strive for every time. Yeah. And I mean, I absolutely love those phrases um, because they're, they're, they are just sound advice as well. Um, and um, they're just they're literally brilliant. Probably the best thing that I'll hear today because, you know, I really, really relate. And, you know, on the flip side of that as well, it's really it can be quite difficult to stay motivated and stay in that creative zone. Um, especially when you don't switch off and you're constantly thinking about ideas and things that can be going into either the artwork or the music. How do you is it how how do you stay motivated? Nano, how do you how do you keep that mindset going? So I worked so many years for other people and, and helping other people with their own projects. Uh, and every time I, I felt like I wanted to to quit, I was reminded. Uh, that I, I don't want to do anything else with my life. I always want to stay creative and have the option of being creative, standing on a stage and just showcasing stories. Um, I love standing on stage because you own the room in a different kind of way than you do from being in the audience. Obviously, the audience is what, what drives me being an artist, but I also... Uh, like like the motivation is really just because it's fun that's that's the biggest motivation it's, it's really just because it's fun and i want to do something fun with my life and i want to i have that ikigai thing where you have something that makes you want to wake up in the morning and get you today and for me that is being in this creative side of the industry and and creating songs uh, singing songs and and performing them which is yeah essentially why why I do what I do because I love it that, that's my main motivation I mean that's great to hear that is so so good to hear and you briefly then just touched upon um you know performing live and on on the flip side you know that's another aspect of the music that you've got to be thinking about um how has that been for you have you had like a favorite performance so far Yes, I did uh, one headliner performance as part of a uh, tour uh, with a, a good friend of mine from Poland. And she was doing this European tour and she asked me to do a, a joint headliner gig in Oslo, uh, which was the first Nano Bay gig that I ever did. Uh, and we were we only had three days to rehearse the songs, <laughs> which was quite interesting. Um, but it went well. It it really did. It it all came together at the end, and I think just like the nerves and the pressure of having like the first gig um, in in this kind of setting, it was quite quite a big crowd. It was uh, something that made me realize like, oh, I want to do this more. <laughs> I want to do this forever. Uh, so that really, I I think I would say that was my favorite. 
performance just because it just made me hungry for more. Uh, and I always look back to that one, and even though it was it wasn't perfect by by a mile, even, but it, it's something precious still. Yeah, I I mean it's it you know again it's about the connection with your crowd as well, and it's it's wonderful for that self reflection when you're on the stage and you can see the reaction uh, that the crowd are having to the music, and it it's just. I don't know. It's, it, it, there's just something about it, you know, and the buzz that it gives you. And again, it goes towards that motivation of, um, you know, carrying that forward and carrying on with what you're creating. And it, you know, inspires you. And your music is very, very, very inspiring, especially like power. Um, It really, really powers you through. <laughs> no pun intended. It really powers you through. And, you know, it is really, really it's just so inspiring. You know, it's a great jam to listen to. Um, But, you know, you've, You've been um doing it for you know a quite you know a short amount of time really in terms of like single uh, releases. What would you say that your proudest moment has been so far? I think my proudest moment it was quite recently actually it was about last week. So I released Power in the beginning of May, um, because I wanted to release a song in two versions that also included some clan language, which is which is an, another type of indigenous people in the north of Norway, uh, because there is no pop music with that language in that exists, uh, which was quite infuriating to me because we obviously need to showcase more languages. Um, but Power for me was a song that was kind of accidentally made. Uh, I was by the piano and I, I made a song, I made a the chorus and it was just stuck in my head for about two years I think before I wrote out the entire song with my guitarist uh, and then seeing the song ready and released and that it uh, it got some um, some press and and that people liked it was very nice but uh, last week it, there was a newspaper uh, um, uh, page with the song they were reviewing the song and my mother sent me a video of my grandfather reading it out loud that made me cry <laughs> and he was so proud and that is definitely my favorite moment so far <laughs> oh no no that is amazing that is so wonderful to hear oh my god that is, that is literally so wonderful to hear and um you know another you know interesting thing that you just said there um with the the language as well i mean you you know you're quite early on like i say with these releases and you're already changing the game and you know introducing <laughs> the you know your audience to to new brand new things you know what i mean new like like a new language like you know in terms of like being showcased in music it's just uh, it's unreal and if you're doing this so early on you know what are you going to be doing in the future you know it's 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 wild to think about and it's so exciting to think about and i think the future for you is so so exciting you're such an exciting artist and you know have you got anything lined up kind of like in the near future any dates that you want to mention um maybe you know another single or two or like an album as you said earlier is there anything yeah. you kind of want to shout out oh yeah for sure um the 16th of June I have a new single coming out and it's more of a fun summer track and that I'm be I'm going to make a, a music video for it as well but that will be a bit later uh, like 
around August. Uh, and then I have an album coming out on the 22nd of September, featuring some of the songs that you already heard, but also new stuff that is uh, going to be featured on that album. Yeah. That is amazing. That is amazing. I'm literally so excited. I can't wait to go back to Annette and, and just tell her how lovely you are. I mean, she'll see. She'll see the interview, you know what I mean? But I can't wait to go back to the studios and be like, oh my God, Annette, thank you so much. I literally can't wait. Um, And yeah, I mean, you, Nano, you're literally just fabulous. I could literally talk here with you for hours on end. I have so many questions, but um, I'll probably sound like an idiot if I ask him, you know what I mean? <laughs> just because, of, you know, I'm probably not the brightest of all sparks in terms of geography and, you know, culture. But it's it's been so, like, eye-opening and, and just so lovely to kind of, you know, get into your world, um, you know, even for just half an hour and just talk to you because you you just have so much interesting things to say it's it's crazy it's been wonderful to 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 be asked to be here that was so, such a nice thing and i was uh very excited and <laughs> it's been such a lovely time and yeah i really appreciate it because yeah i'm starting up now and i'm not ready to stop i'm definitely just going to continue releasing more music and yeah, I really appreciate it. It's, I mean, it's also so, so, so good to hear. And just another thank you for your time as well and coming along and sitting with me and having a chat about, you know, everything that's going on. There's so much to explore and so much to delve into. We'll have to do it again sometime. <laughs> we'll have to have another catch up somewhere down the line and, you know, really get back into it again and, and you know, see how far you've come and, and see how you've changed again. And I'm really looking forward to putting this interview together and, you know, exploring your art more and, and you know getting that together i'm just i'm just so excited it's just brilliant but yeah thank you nano thank you so much thank you very much but yeah I, i'll let you go and i'll keep you um updated with everything um that's going on with the interview in terms of like a time scale i'm thinking it'll be somewhere within the next couple of weeks i'm hoping for because uh, i want to find a spot for you nano where you're going to get as much as you can out of um the station and the airplay and you know the promotion i don't really want uh, you know somebody else on there at the same time you know um rubbing your spot spotlight um <laughs> and i'm just yeah like i said i'm just so, i'm just so excited there's just so much to explore and delve into i just can't wait i just can't wait i can't wait to go to Annette and thank her so much and uh, I'll fire Annette's details over to you as well because yeah. I'm sure she'd love to uh, get to chat with you uh, you know because you're from you know from the same place and you know you probably relate in that way and there's so much going on and she's a big massive fan as well um, she was the one who introduced me to you so a shout out to Annette as well um, yeah. and yeah I'll keep you updated Nana thank you thank you but yeah thank you so much and I hope you really enjoy the rest of your day and yeah like I said I'll be in touch you too. Have a lovely day. Thank you ever so much. See you later, Nano. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. <laughs>